on the block on demand. Without Jerry McNamara, we wouldn't have won 10 f- games this year. Okay? Not 10. Two seconds and one. It's 10 wins in a row for the Crunch. It's the biggest upset in the Carrier Dome in more than 30 years as the Orange hold off the defending national champions. They beat Clemson. The Bills make me wanna shout. McCoy in the backfield takes the handoff, runs up the middle, breaks a tackle. He's inside the 10, cuts to the left, into the end zone. Buffalo wins. Back to full. Red Sox fans have longed to hear it. The Boston Red Sox are world champions. Somebody in Vegas told them they were going to win by 20. They'll look at the positive side of things once in a while instead of the negative all the time. This is On the Block. Here's X-Men. ESPN Radio 97.7 100.1 ESPN Radio Utica Rome Now heard on 96.5 FM What's happening Mohawk Valley? Great to have you here Perhaps you're listening on the ESPN app Wherever you go, whatever you do Whatever you're up to Except the bathroom, that's kind of gross You can take us with you, please do Transport us around the world, listening to sports talk radio as you do it. I mean, what else would you rather be doing, right? The ESPN app is on your phone. If it's not, it should be. You find the Listen tab, you find us, and away we go. Here's how you get in touch with the show today. 437-7644, Brent Axe Media, Brent Axe Media on Twitter. The text line is 288-0644. All great ways to fire off your hot takes at us. That's hot. We go through the show. Hey, remember Louisville? That's kind of a big game, too. Tomorrow at the Carrier Dome is Duke Hype Week. Really fuels up. We've got a lot to tell you about in terms of the Orange Out event presented by our friends at Pathfinder Bank at Destiny USA. Thursday, I'm going to be doing this show. We're actually adding an hour, 3 to 6, on Thursday from the Press Room Pub with the big game day bus. Our friend Matt Rowe and State Farm will be there. That's going to be huge. And everything that goes with that little basketball game happening Saturday at the Carrier Dome. But there's one tomorrow. Like, let's not forget, that's a pretty big game, too. So we will uh, remind you that Syracuse plays Louisville with uh, Jeff Greer, who's going to join us this hour. Jeff writes for The Athletic. You may remember him from his time at the Louisville Courier-Journal. As well, terrific uh, reporter and journalist who covers Louisville basketball. If anything, we have learned with Louisville, not just in that Duke game, but in their last three games, that no lead is safe. So what kind of team comes into the Dome tomorrow? We'll talk about that with Jeff right here in this hour at about 420. We'll do hot takes as ESPN's Jeff Passan, Syracuse grad, reports today. Cha-ching. I, I don't know if I'm going to call this an upset. But this is an upset. The Padres, a year after getting Eric Hosmer for $140 million, strike first in this market. They get the 26-year-old Machado. Ten years, $300 million, the biggest deal in the history of American sports. How long will that last? Well, not long once Bryce Harper decides 
where he goes because he's going to get more. I would love it if it was exactly like a dollar more, Price is Right style, but we shall see where Harper goes from here. And after a long winter, I mean, spring training is not coming. It's here. Teams are reporting. They're practicing. Baseball is starting to get in the air. We didn't know where the two biggest free agents on the market would go. Well, now we know where one is going. And as you heard Seth mention during the update, Pauly Sibilia just can't help himself. Just giddy like a school child running around the hallways. Something good happened to Pauly. Congratulations. Once in a while. He got a dog and the Padres got Machado. The rest of his life is just, you know, a miserable failure. But uh, th- th- there's two good things for Pauly. We're happy for for sure. I will go on the blind side. We were not here yesterday, so we will go on the blind side today, do some hot takes and plenty of hijinks and tomfoolery throughout the program. But uh, we will talk to Jeff Greer coming up here in just a few minutes. But this is such an interesting week for Syracuse basketball because it's one of their biggest stretches of the season, certainly. Louisville tomorrow, Duke on Saturday, North Carolina on Tuesday. This is the real meat of the ACC schedule. Duke, North Carolina tomorrow. Syracuse, Louisville tomorrow. Syracuse, Duke on Saturday. Louisville plays Virginia. Right? Like all the top teams have run into each other. When ESPN backloads the schedule, this is why they do it. To get these matchups, to get them in prime time, to get them during rivalry week, to get them as we head down the stretcher and people really start paying attention to college basketball. This is their time. The NBA just came out of its all-star break. We mentioned, yeah, baseball's in spring training and big free agent deals, but you know that kind of comes and goes. The NFL hasn't quite amped up the draft hype and talk quite yet. We're getting there. They haven't even gotten to the combine. Like This is college basketball's time. And it all worked out. Now, the interesting thing is we, being the collective fans and media, do not have to take things one game at a time, whereas Syracuse does. As Jerry McNamara and Adrian, or pardon me, Alan Griffin will talk about tonight on their respective shows. Did I get that right, Seth? I'm losing track of all of our assistant coaches shows. We've got two assistant coaches shows tonight. And they will tell you, we've got a game tomorrow. We've got a game tomorrow. We've got a game tomorrow. And Duke, Duke who? Never heard of him. But there's just certain times when you know something big is in the air. This is the game everybody's been looking forward to. The stories that we're hearing, John Wildhack and Pete Sala had a press conference today, not only discussing the Duke game, but the women's basketball game coming up on Monday, where they're going to set an attendance record. We're going to do our show courtside from the Dome on Monday. Looking forward to that. We're going to be on a lot over the next few days. The Press Room Pub Thursday at the Big Orange Out, presented by Pathfinder Bank and Destiny USA on Saturday, and then I'm going to be courtside at the Dome on Monday, right up till tip time, when another attendance record is set. So there's a lot going on over the course of the next five or six days. How this team hones in on it, focuses on it, and plays in what is a pretty big game tomorrow is going to be fascinating to watch. Because, look, once the ball goes up, Duke who is right. You focus on Louisville. You focus on the the task and the team in front of you. Louisville could really use that game. It's a quad one game. Not that they're in danger of missing the tournament or anything, but we just brought it up, and Jeff Greer will tell us about it more coming up. Louisville's played in three straight games now where they have lost leads in the second half. 
You know about that Duke game, certainly, but just go back to Saturday and Clemson. It took a block at the end of that game by Jordan Wara to seal a win that they had a seven-point lead with 17 seconds to go. This is a team that its inexperience is starting to show a little bit. They're turning the ball over. It's a lot of self-inflicted wounds down the stretch. So I'm wondering if Syracuse can take advantage of a number of things tomorrow because what Syracuse is very good at is creating turnovers, defense, pressure, steals, turnovers. The problem comes when things go the other way and Syracuse evens out those turnovers and evens out those blocks and evens out that turnover ratio by turning over the ball themselves and not hitting threes. If they're not, in this case, if they are doing those two things, it doesn't matter how many turnovers you create and how many points you cash in off that, you can't hand it right back to Louisville. Louisville's a good three-point shooting team. We mentioned Wara, the great player that he is, fifth-leading scorer in the ACC, which I did not know this until I, I heard this clip today. I grew up a Syracuse fan. My mom's from Syracuse. You know, a lot of her family still lives there. You know, my grandparents uh, live there still. Uh, I was a huge Syracuse fan growing up. Like, hoodies, clothes, a lot of Syracuse stuff. Uh, and then I came here, and now I'm not so much a Syracuse fan anymore. So you can go grumble on social media about that. Oh, how come Bayhine couldn't get that guy, too? see those tweets coming after playing that clip, right? But he's a terrific player. Louisville's a team that gets leads early. The problem is they can't hold on to them. If you're Syracuse, the problem there is they're not a first-half team. So you don't want Louisville to get shot out of a can and build a big lead and count on the fact that they'll fall apart again. There will be a good crowd at this game tomorrow. But it will, I mean, nothing compares to what the Duke crowd is going to be, certainly. But will environment play a part? Is it the calm before the storm? I mean, there's just a lot of questions. And I think how Syracuse plays in this game, having a week off, is going to be interesting to see. Because psychologically right now, Louisville is, they're tinkering. But all it takes is one good game, come out, catch Syracuse. Perhaps, I don't think they're going to be looking ahead at all. I don't. Because this game's just too important. And I think to have a week to really hone in on it, focus on it, and make sure you're not peeking ahead. But it's only human because the whole town is talking about Saturday, 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 Saturday. So how they approach that, how they play in this game, it's an important game for their resume because the more quad one games you can shore up yourself. Because looking at it yesterday, and things are not decided entirely on paper, but looking at it on paper yesterday, if you just glance at it, Syracuse's resume is NCAA tournament worthy, certainly. They currently sit, depending on which bracketologist you put your faith into, but most have Syracuse either an 8 or a 9 seed right now, comfortably in based on what they've done so far. Their next six games with the four top teams in the ACC included in that can be looked at of one of two ways. No matter how you slice it, it's a gauntlet. But what is in that gauntlet are opportunities to make sure that once you get down the stretch, once you cross into the month of March, it has become habit around here that once we cross into the month of March, 
or on Bracketology Watch to see if they're in. The opportunity that comes to you before your two March games are at Wake Forest and Clemson. Are you going to need either one of those games to shore up your resume, or will you take advantage of what is put in front of you over the next four games, three of which are at home, Louisville, Duke, Virginia? To say, no, Syracuse has proven that they are a top half, no doubt about it, ACC team that will make this tournament. And everything in the month of March in terms of what they play in basket, basketball-wise is window dressing. It is not, are they in or are they out? How much did the week off help this team? What kind of Louisville team comes into the dome tomorrow? How do you drown out everything that people are talking about that's not Louisville tomorrow? Or do you just embrace them? And this is why you come here, right? This is why every one of these players, in some way, shape, or form, came to Syracuse to play in stretches like this, in big games like Saturday, but big games like tomorrow, too. Big-time ACC matchups. You just feel that energy and that buzz, and not just because Saturday's so big, but this is just... The TV guys got their wish. All the big games were backloaded. Teams don't always live up to that preseason hype, and sometimes games are not as big as maybe you thought they would be. They are this year. They're all that big. And they still matter. While Syracuse has built a resume to this point that is NCAA tournament worthy, they've got to seal it now. And it all starts tomorrow at the Dome. So we'll learn more about this Louisville team that's coming in. We told you a few things about them, namely no lead is safe. But what else do we need to know about this Louisville Cardinals team? The guy who covers them the best, Jeff Greer from The Athletic, will join us coming up in about five minutes to discuss that. We will hear from you throughout the show We are going to talk more Syracuse-Louisville, Syracuse-Duke, all the events that are going to be happening throughout the week leading up to that Duke game. Uh, Took a look today at Tyus Battle's latest NBA projections. Uh, They're not good. I'm I'm not going to lie to you. They're not good. What does that mean, if anything? The Manny Machado deal, as we mentioned, we'll get into in hot takes and so much more to come as we press forward this afternoon. We'd love to hear from you on all of it, a 437 7644 Brent Axe Media on Twitter. The text line is 2880644. Let's get uh, our report first on how the stock market did today. My man Joe from Lee Baldwin is here with us here on the block ESPN Radio on a Tuesday. Joe, what's happening, man? How's it going today? It's living the dream, my friend. Living the dream. You excited for this week? A lot going on, man. I am, you know, uh, I'll I'll be with you every day this week because uh, everybody else is on vacation. So uh, <laughs> it's me and you this week. You're keeping the, you're keeping the lights on in that joint, huh? I am, oh, I am. I, I don't know about tomorrow though because I'll be headed out uh, to the dome for the game. So uh, I'm gonna try to get out of here a little early so I can uh, get out there and uh, get up to the dome. I don't blame you, man. It's tomorrow's. Not as big as Saturday, but it is. No, I'll be there Saturday, too. I have season tickets, so I go to all the games. Beautiful. Good to hear, Jim. So you know what's up. How do we do in the market today while you were uh, monitoring things for everybody? Well, uh, the Dow was basically even. It was up about eight points, uh, closing at 25,891. The S&P was up four points, uh, 2779. We got a diamond of the day was overstock. Dot com. Uh, it's up $2.42, closing at twenty two fifteen. And the dog of the day was Tesla, uh, down $2.39, closing at three hundred five forty nine. What did Elon Musk do now? Or was that just company performance? Yeah, I'm just thinking that's a little bit of company performance today. It does, <laughs> he didn't really tweet anything out or put any pictures <laughs> out there. So uh. Good to know. 
Good to know. He's a wild card, that guy. That stock is, price can is. go all over the place because of it, as you, as you are well aware, Joe. Thank you, sir. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. Okay, take it easy. Good stuff. That's our guy, Joe, from Lee Baldwin & Company. You can find them online at LeeBaldwin.com or just stop in. Kaz, Manlius, Utica, and make sure you have more diamonds than dogs on your portfolio. Let's learn more about Louisville coming up. Jeff Greer from The Athletic joins us next year on The Block, ESPN Radio. This is On The Block with Brent Axe. Yes, we know, Paulie. Manny Machado signed with the Padres. We, we get it. Breaking news. He's just standing there frozen, not knowing that there's a mic on for him. I he should, has no I sh- idea. I should tweet a, a picture of this. Oh, no. Look, look, at, these, oh, look at these bros no. over here with Men their shirts flannels. on. Men in Get flannels. out of here. If, if Harper comes in, too, are we ever going to be able to wipe the smile off your face? No. Because Paulie's generally not a very happy person. No, this is... This he's is, smiling it, right it, now. It's, it's weird. It's, it's a it's, bizarre day for me. Yes. It's very weird. This is odd to see the, you so happy. The Padres have spent I don't like more, this, by the way. The Padres have spent more in the past two on Eric Hosmer and Manny Machado than they have in 25 years on all the rest of their players. <laughs> <laughs> That's a true stat. <laughs> so, so if they, so if they were to, what it takes to win. So hold on. If they were to go out and sign Harper, and I said this as a joke, like the $600 plus million might actually be more than their other 50 years of salary. <laughs> like that's yeah. not too far off. Yeah. I, They're just coming around on the spend money thing. Yeah. Congratulations. I'm very happy. Okay, thanks. I don't know what to do. Okay. No, What's this get like? Get out of my studio. Is it, that's what I'm you I'm like do. a Bills fan right now. <laughs> <laughs> you are. When we made the playoffs <laughs> yeah, last year. Yeah. Oh, I remember this. The yeah. playoffs. Oh, hey. <laughs> Those were right. nice. Let's go on the blind side. Why don't you just stick around for the Next blind he's going to want to cut Will oh, Myers for side. some better I'm outfielder. I'm going to ask her answer these questions. Let's go places in a new Toyota from Burdick Toyota, Drivers Village in Cicero. The Toyota lineup has it all from the great fuel economy of the Corolla to the sheer power and towing capacity of the Toyota Tundra. Take advantage of great lease deals now at Burdick Toyota, BurdickToyota.com. Special guest star, Paulie Sibilia for the Blinds. Did you guys know that Manny Machado signed with the Padres? I did know this. He's checking in. I did know that. Is every, fire when ready, Command. Is everything fixed with Syracuse Lacrosse? Are, is everything fixed? Yeah, they won. No. By a lot? Not Against by, a good team. Not by a long Maybe. shot. That was a great bounce back. That's the way you respond to losing to Colgate. You beat a ranked Albany team. That's not quite the Albany teams we've seen in recent years, but their problems are far from over. Paulie, would you? I don't know. Okay. Great answer. <laughs> Thanks for chiming in there, Pat. Just being honest, bro. Will you their go face-off and goalie situations are too iffy for me to think it's fixed. What will, he said. Will you go? Yeah. Will you go halfsies with Paulie on the MLB.tv? No, I'll pay full price this year. <laughs> if my team's willing to pony up that much money, I can pony up the fifteen bucks a month. That's, you I, can watch all your Red Sox games because you're a big Red Sox I fan. I am a huge Red Sox fan. I get enough Red Sox fans, Red Sox games that I don't have to pay for the package. We They're on overla- ESPN enough. We won't overlap because I'll be my games will be starting at ten thirty. I won't be sleeping. That's the thing. Grandpa is in bed by eleven o'clock every night. Paulie's just starting to watch the Padres. You guys share an announcer night. now too. That's correct. Are we uh, going to have more parties at your house? You're going to have Padre parties, Machado parties? It, probably the, in a couple years. At the Pauly Lovenasium? Pauly Lovenasium is moving. Um, what are you going to do with your extra hour on Thursday? I'm going to talk about a little <laughs> basketball game that's happening on Saturday. I'm going to enjoy the great food and beverages at the Press Room Pub. I'm going to be in awe of the 
game day busts and the giant heads of the great analysts out there. Can we make a take sticker? Some selfies. Can we make a sticker of your face just to throw on the side Absolutely. of it? Absolutely. They would let us do that. You think that. that would be frowned yeah. upon? <laughs> we should just tape your head up on the bus. That would be awesome. Just a, a smaller, just a smaller print, picture. Print some crappy picture on a, on Put it a up there. piece of paper. The Preston Pub has two of the best burgers I've ever had in my life. They have two a, of the best They burgers. had a pot Whoa. roast burger where they took a hamburger and put pot roast on top of the hamburger Ooh. with the carrots and stuff. And they had a shepherd's pie burger, which I'm in. was a burger with shepherd's I'm gonna have both of those potatoes and stuff on it. That's what I'm gonna do with my extra hour. I'm gonna have both Eat of those that? burgers. All right. Uh, are you surprised SU opened as a favorite for tomorrow night's game? No, I'm not. A, th- these are two even ACC teams that are in the same situation. They need bigger wins to shore up their tournament resume. Syracuse gets the home bump. They're what a two point favorite tomorrow, from what I saw. Point and a half. Not a huge point favorite. So, not surprised though. No, because in Louisville's been blowing a lot of leads. That's not good for the point spread. I am shocked. I don't know what Shock. people would have seen that makes them think that this team's a one-point favorite, even a one-point They're at home, and Louisville's bad in the second half. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not buying it. Is the Alliance of American Football a good investment for the Carolina Hurricanes owner? I think it is, actually. I think if you can get in, if you've got that kind of money to burn, you become the chairman of the league. That's the one that's going to win. Between that and the XFL, that's the league that will be aligned with the National Football League eventually in some way. I think it is a good investment. When you have to put your money in on something because they can't make payroll, I don't think that's... I'm no financial <laughs> wizard, but that doesn't seem like a smart hey, investment. Bill Gates worked out of his garage once upon a time. You need investment capital to get your thing going. On a related note, how long before the Alliance of American Football goes belly up? Three years from now? Wow. Three, four years? Giving it a while. But again, if the NFL invests in it, the NFL is basically just sitting back like, show us what you can do. And whatever league wins out, they're going to make their official feeder league. So I, I actually take that back. I don't think it's going to go under. I think it's going to survive as a minor league to the NFL. When the guy goes to the bank and his check from the San Diego <laughs> fleet bounces. <laughs> when, Amba's, when Amba's Birmingham iron check isn't isn't clearing, he's going he's gonna to pay $20 I once I once stood outside... The the, uh, Utica Memorial Auditorium, while hockey players inside were replacement players, and the real players protested outside for their paychecks. Is this what we're heading towards in the Alliance of American Football? No, it'll just end. It'll just just, end. Just just go away. The players are going to have to get paper routes to survive for the rest of the year. They knew. They signed on the dotted line. It said non-guaranteed contract. Yeah, they didn't know that meant by week one. (laughs) It was better than the contract. They probably thought they'd get through three weeks before that end. Uh, Where's Antonio Brown going? San Francisco. They need him. They want him. That's where he wants to be. They got that guaranteed money AB wants. So that's where he's going to go. Sorry to balance Steelers the scales fan, of life Paulie. there, Paulie. You get good things in San Diego, but Pittsburgh's getting rid of one of their best players. They're getting rid of a cancer in the locker room. Oh, stop. You would take him back tomorrow. How dare you? If you want, if he, if he wanted to come back. <laughs> yes, I would. I don't want them to trade him. I love sports. <laughs> one day you're a cancer. Oh, he wants to come back? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. welcome home. Yeah, I All mean, right, burn that jersey already? I, Damn it. I, I mean, I'm there, I was just going through Twitter. There's Padres fans upset that they signed Machado. I'm like, shut that. Who is Shut upset up. about that? No, those no, it, morons. The the Steelers are. I think will be better without him next year. That makes no sense. No, it does. They've got 
Juju, and they'll be fine. And they'll be fine. I think they'll win more they'll games. They'll be fine because they have Juju Smith-Schuster. Hey, yeah, they'll be fine. You guys have questions. Tell you stop call. the music. AB can't do no more guarantees. AB wants guaranteed money. Can we... Oh, you have more questions? That was only like six. Well, now i got to start it over. It's time for the blind side. Oh, you're here. We're we're doing 10 today. Yeah, exactly. Because we weren't here yesterday. Uh, Was it smart for the Giants to stop shopping Odell Beckham Jr. when the Patriots started to show interest? Yes, because the Giants need Odell Beckham Jr. That's their centerpiece. That's their guy. The Giants better draft a quarterback this year. Right, Mr. Giants fan over here? Particularly if Dwayne Haskins is sitting there at the sixth spot. Also, if the Patriots want your player, he's probably good. If the Patriots want your player, they're going to swindle you somehow, so just stay away from that. I learned that when Drew Bledsoe came to Buffalo. (laughs) (laughs) And I I, I remember distinctly saying how much of an idiot Bill Belichick was. Uh, No. Uh, It didn't work for me. Did you know the Daytona 500 was on Sunday? I did know this. Were there a lot of crashes? Because I saw a lot of people complaining about that. There was two big crashes in the last 20 laps. Whoa. There was a 20-car crash in the last 20 laps. Whoa. Which, those things take like 45 minutes to clean up. I did know, but here's the thing. I didn't know until I saw a video of the crashes. They were fiery. I, I always know when it's Daytona, but like... I'm always surprised for every Sunday the rest of the next six months. Oh, there's a NASCAR race. Does Denny Hamlin sound like a sandwich from Denny's? <laughs> the Denny Hamlin. The Denny. moon's over my Denny. Does it? Does that? That's a good blindside question. Denny Hamlin, my my brother's favorite NASCAR guy. Not kidding. My brother, for some reason, is a, was a huge NASCAR fan. He was his guy. Where is NASCAR? There's just questions flying everywhere. Where is NASCAR, like, in the American sports landscape? Slipping. That's it. Like, it's not a growth sport. If you are a NASCAR fan, you decided a long time ago you were, and that's who's watching, and that's great. But it's not exactly a sport that's gaining fans (laughs) year by year. Would you order a Denny Hamlin? (laughs) What's on the Denny Hamlin? Ham, obviously. Like a ham. I'm ham, a big, ham like, Swiss. I think I think we're looking at a sandwich where the bread is pancakes. Oh, I like it with ham and Swiss. Now we're talking. Uh, last one. Why was John Wayne in the news today? I know why. And I'm no, just not no, but go actually, there. why he died 40 years ago? He said people something, are surprised that John Wayne was a bitter old man that didn't like a lot of things. I'm just going to not mention here on the radio. This surprises people. Come on. Yeah, why did that come up? I don't know why that was news again. <laughs> that was today. very random. And Playboy was in a magazine that I read for great articles. Of like course. That about John Wayne. John in, Wayne in was in Playboy? I would have been very disappointed Paulie. to open that up. <laughs> find that out. And on that note, do you know Manny Machado's a body? <laughs> Correct. Thank you. Bye-bye.